Six degrees. Oh, what is it? Is it a crow? Is that a crow? What is he? Th he must. The crow must know where water is. He waters that way. Yeah. I'm gonna follow, follow the crow to the water. Regular features come Hello and welcome to episode 206 of the Regular Features Podcast. That's right! <laughs> it's yet another scorcher here in Steve's bedroom. I've got a sweat on. Beginning, it's beginning in the forehead, as is so often the case, but it's quickly dribbling onto my cheeks. My facial cheeks, I'll update you when it gets to the more <laughs> sexual cheeks. I've got that thing where occasionally if I push my neck back, I can feel it sort of meeting. Like two bits of sweat meeting for the first time and sort of oh. kissing. And, and then, then and maybe swapping... Mass. I don't know where they're going to oh, end like up. Like the PSP game, Mercury. What? what? <laughs> Remember that? No. Check yourself for signs of Mercury on your spine. <laughs> hey, how's it been going? I'm Steve Hogarty. I'm one of the members of the Regular Features podcast, which is a comedy podcast that we do in my hot, hot room made of sweat and water. I'm John Blythe. I'm head of format corrections and ad addendums in that PS wasn't Mercury also available on the PC briefly. I think I reviewed it for PC Zone. Goodness. I don't know. Maybe I didn't. Maybe it's a different game where you fucking roll around a lot and it's annoying. Well, let's be sure to check the Wikipedia entry on that one as soon as Joe introduces himself. <laughs> I'm Joseph Scrabbles, features temp and big friend. <laughs> Big old friend. I'm a taller friend than any you've got. On this, the most hottest of days. Is it hotter than last time? I don't know. I said that last time Compare as well. Compare it. I am bloody roast. I made the mistake of leaning over to check whether Mercury was actually a game on PC and all the forehead sweat moved to the middle front of my head. Oh. <laughs> Which increased the mass of my head, and now I'm irretrievably on the floor. You've <laughs> just <laughs> a desk. Oh, shit, it. That's one thing I have found behind the bar recently, is the back of my head is constantly sopping wet. Really? Why? I don't know. Because your the... patrons keep throwing beer at the back of your head. <laughs> Quick, cool him down. <laughs> <laughs> this, guy, this guy's too hot He'll to work serve. faster. They'll <laughs> produce little water guns while your back is turned and squirt as many times as they can before you turn around. And I'm too much of a docile fucking brontosaurus <laughs> to even notice it. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I've just come back from the doctors today, the neurologist. Neurologist. To they did experiments on my limbs Ooh. and nervous system can to test for inadequacies. Can, is this something to do with the fact you've had prickles in your pit pits? My symptoms. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, prickly nips. 
uh, tingles. Prickly nips and tingle fingles. Yeah, tingle fingles and crispy nips. <laughs> and ripply pits. <laughs> no, I've got like tingly arms. Like, Both arms. I've got um, mostly one arm, mostly my right arm. I've been all tingly up it um, and had weak, have had weakness of grip. My, my grip has weakened. I went to a and fairground. Would you need a really strong grip? Oh, on a fairground, I imagine. Yeah, I don't want to fly off the Wurlitzer. <laughs> Whatever that is. <laughs> That's weird. I got, I got the. What's the spinny one? The Waltzers. Waltzer. I called that a Wurlitzer recently. Yeah, the Wurlitzer. And everyone indulged piano, me. Yeah, yeah, it's a big organ. Um, <laughs> and that's why another reason you need a solid grip. <laughs> Damn it! You beat me. <laughs> Very good. Um, she uh, she had ran through all these tests. Did, did you know that they still get a, a rubber hammer and tap you on the knee? I did not know that. Well, I thought do. that was always a comic thing in the first place. They do that. And they do it on your elbows as well. Did you kick him in the face as a comedy reaction? It would have. Uh, chase him around the room, kicking him in the face. You do a full backflip and land still sitting down. <laughs> <laughs> she did both at once. Would it generate the momentum you needed? My shoe fell off and went over a, a high jump bar and won a gold medal. <laughs> <laughs> and there's two disgruntled people in bronze and silver while a shoe has a dress. <laughs> metal drapes around it. Yeah. She had to rule out leprosy. What? One of her line of questions. Oh. In her line of questioning, at the end, he goes, oh, sorry about all those questions. I just had to rule out a few things. And I said, such as what? And she said, leprosy. <laughs> was there any <laughs> question that gave it away? Don't she, it was, isn't, it was, isn't leprosy not what you think it is? It's, it's not, not like saying, no. have your arms become loose and It was kind of off? like... <laughs> You know the 20 questions game online where it asks you a bunch of seemingly innocuous questions and you go, Leonard Nimoy. Yeah, yeah. You, go, you oh, even ask about Star Trek you're, you're Gary Col- Leonard Nimoy. Yeah, yeah, you're Gary Coleman. Yeah. <laughs> Gary Coleman, you did it again. <laughs> <laughs> I was Gary Coleman. It was just like, oh, have you had a, a trumble in your knee? Uh, have you got a, uh, a, a docket on your um, foot? Have you noticed any have rumbles in the jungle? Rumbles <laughs> in the jungle. And I was like, no, no, no. As well, it's not leprosy. So, ooh, what sort of Venn diagram have you got written underneath your desk that says leprosy goes in there? The doctor was asking from underneath the desk. <laughs> she would retreat underneath the desk. And she shouted them. And say, just a minute. I've got a Venn diagram. Don't etched. look at my leprosy diagram. <laughs> yeah, so that's my one story. My other story is the day after <clears throat> I podcasted last time in this bedroom, episode 205, also known as the hot episode where it was hot. And, uh, and there was a wasp. <laughs> there, there was, there was wasp. a wasp. Um, I was cycling along, thinking of the wasp, and a pedestrian walked out in front of my bike. There was a red man. I had a green light. People were walking on from the far oh, side I of the road. I thought that was a racial thing. Onto the road. And I was <laughs> dinging at them to say, whoa, watch out. And while I was dinging at them, she just steps out. Blasé as a cloud, looking in the opposite direction. Probably out of cloud. Yeah, the drippy tart. And I just <laughs> smashed right into her. And I went over the handlebars. Look at my elbow lug. No! Scuffed up to buggery. It they, is! Wait, and they had to tap that elbow today? Yeah! So they tapped right on your scab. When I started complaining about all my tinglings in my arm, she looked at me and go, well, that's probably it, isn't it? <laughs> no! <laughs> that's, that's something else. I got that later. Now, I want to know, did the woman say, oh, I'm terribly sorry, or did she tell you off? She was in so much pain. Ah! <laughs> never got what a chance. A, what a lovely conclusion. Well, it's a mixed emotion of I've been injured and I hurt for a number of days of, like, anger at the woman. Yes. Like, 
but at the same time, she did hurt herself. Like she fell, she bloodied her nose quite a bit, and she looked quite. And she was on holidays to London, so that's ruined her holidays. Oh, to maybe London she was now. looking in the direction cars came from in her country. She was looking at St Paul's Cathedral, and who can blame her? That is an outstanding tit-shaped building. It really is. <laughs> Um, the thing about looking in the, in the directions, in London it says look left or look right. Yes, but road. you read the one from the other side and that's the wrong direction because your brain can instantly invert something. What are you reading the other side for? Because it's the one that's most comfortable. You're not looking at your feet, do you? But it's the you most think the other side across the road. You think the one across the road is meant for you. Well, it's the one that your na- eyes naturally fall on. It's you're upside down. The... Yeah, but your brain instantly turns it around because I... That's... Just how things work. Your brain recognises patterns and it can translate them for you. Your eyes are like the app word lens. <laughs> that doesn't do upside down. That does foreign. I bet it could. <laughs> when I hit her, I went flying through the air. My immediate gut reaction, uncontrolled, was to yell something really horrible about her. Oh, did your brain go to misogynist words? I don't think I said effing C. I think I said you effing idiot. As I flew through the air. Elegantly. And then I landed, skidded around on the road for a while. (laughs) (laughs) Because again, I was sweaty, it was hot, and friction was not a problem. She... And then my second thing I said after you fucking idiot was, are you okay? I immediately went to see if, if the woman was okay. People started flocking around. It was really quite dramatic. Um, a small crowd gathered. Some people asked me if I was okay, and I've said I'm okay. Is she okay? She wasn't asking. I'm. She wasn't saying I'm okay. Is he okay? Because My fuck God. her, right? So <laughs> the emotional transaction here was not balanced. But you came across like a hero. Yeah. Everyone, you needed to get that fucking idiot out of the way, and congratulations for not saying you fucking stupid bitch whore. And then just, <laughs> just, just like ramping if, off her face. Yeah, if, you had, if you had gone after <laughs> and said, are you okay, you fucking you idiot, fucking moron. it wouldn't have quite the same thing. Yeah. Two people come up to me independently of one another in the space of 30 seconds and said, that totally wasn't your fault. I saw what happened. Yes. You were dinging your bell, you called out, she stepped into the road without looking, don't worry about it. Like, you're in the right. Wow. I mean, I, if, if she hadn't pulled out, I'd have gone, look at that penis going down the street, dinging his bell. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on a bike, yeah. dinging my bell. I don't know, like a prize pony. <laughs> what were her injuries as compared to yours? Okay, so I got a scuffed up elbow. Mm-hmm. Ding, ding, ding. A scuffed up ankle. Ding, ding, ding. Oh, it looks still oh, more scuffed no. than anything. It just shaved all the skin down to the bone. It looks like a leech. Oh, oh there are leeches on the road. I've got a big old bruise on my bum, mm. like black and the size of a bum. Uh, the size of half a bum. <laughs> <laughs> Before I cycled away, I had straightened my handlebars. It was that violent a collision. I decided to walk up to the woman to say, look, no hard I hope, feelings. I hope you're okay. <laughs> Maybe we'll be a the bike smashing into your solar plexus, bitch. Oh, that's um, the wrong word. No, I'm sorry. We are avoiding those words. or at least use them as, a, as, a, as a words we're thankful that weren't used that day. Yes. Her, as I walked towards her, her husband stepped in front of me, obviously thinking I was in rage and going to shout at her. And he started apologising on her behalf. And then I started getting this really awkward social situation. So I was like, no, it's it's fine. I was very careful not to say sorry. Because, yeah, yeah, because insurance that would implies have... that I was at fault. Yeah. But I'm like, I'm just making sure that she's okay. And she was all like, oh, we're not from here. Um, we don't know how cars work. We don't know what roads is. 
Um, but so, we- okay, right. I'm getting out of here. <laughs> you bloody foreigners. Hey, oh, did you did you detect from their accent what kind of foreign they were? I couldn't. I really couldn't put my finger on it, despite mowing into her really hard. Yeah. <laughs> you think you'd get a sense? A of flag it. didn't fly out of her tummy when you when you bashed into her. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. So that was that. She was bleeding profusely from the face. From the face. Yeah. Was she just the nostrils short? though, not the eyes? Because eyes is nostrils. Eyes is usually lethal. Eyes is of detached something in her brain. A bike is generally waist height. How did her face impact, and on what? Um, probably the floor. Yeah, probably so the, she the smashed floor. her. Oh, Steve's at head height. He might she... have head butted her on the way over the handlebars. Oh, that'd be cool yeah. if you were shouting just... "fucking idiot" and then <laughs> upside down <laughs> smashed her. <laughs> Suplex on the way down. Yeah, you then grabbed she... her head and took her with you, so she did another arc. <laughs> <laughs> she shouts, "I'm Bulgarian. It's all solved." <laughs> Oh, that this should happen to me, a Bulgarian in London. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. It's so... so hot. Where is that crow? He's led into some sort of rain... rainforest. It's even... it's even hotter in the rainforest. And it was in the desert, where I was before. Wait, what is... Is that some sort of wildcat? Looks like the wildcat knows where... Do you know where the water is, wildcat? Can you lead me there? Use your feline wisdom to lead me to... Lead me to a river. Hot. I need water. I like a regular pizza. You like a regular pizza too. Regular vanilla pizza too. Malfunction. Malfunction. Friends, do you enjoy looking at, over the shoulders of others into the phone screens of others to learn what they're doing? I do, I do, I do. I do it a lot. That's, I, t- I got that from Keenan and Kel. Oh, I've been that, listening a lot to the Keenan and Kel theme tune this week. What a tremendous coincidence. Excellent. That's, that's how Keenan or Kel expresses his love for orange juice. I do. Orange soda. I do, I do, I do. <laughs> that's how Keenan and Kern. Kern and that's Keenan how they like their orange, orange juice. juice drinks. <laughs> Fizzy orange drinkles. <laughs> they drink it till they stinkles. <laughs> they make schemes in the gotto, and yes, it's all very nice. God burger. <laughs> God burger. Oh, they, they were in the burger show. <laughs> the, the, burger the burger show. Franchise. Kermit and Cal. Kermit and Colo. Uh, what kind of things do you like seeing? What's your favourite thing to see on someone else's phone? Uh, uh, I'm the always... headline: Nancy boys, <laughs> and then a list. Starting with Raymond. (laughs) (laughs) What a coincidence. My feature is Nancy Boys. (laughs) Nancy Boys I seen. Hey, it's okay for me to say Nancy Boys. What? This is a character piece about you. Nancy Boys, like Log and I, are allowed to use. I didn't even know that was a thing. I'm constantly mistaking some phone's colour scheme for the gay... Dating app, grinders colour scheme. So I'm going, oh, hello, he's a gay boy. And no, he's frequently saying, I want to look at your boobs to a woman. 
Oh. It's just terrible. I just, I'm just, forgot, I just forgotten what the grinder color scheme is. You used to light up your face orange like an oompa loompa with a with boner. a boner, <laughs> a boner for you, and that was the letter and the number four. <laughs> uh, today, I saw a man on the tube writing, "Sorry, I'm fat, but I love pizza as much as I love you." I liked that one. That was Aww. quite nice. It started sad and then it got nice. Um, but more <laughs> interestingly, this morning on the train. I uh, looked over the shoulder of a woman who was looking the other way. And all she had on her phone was a calculator app uh, and the number 730. And I was looking at that, wondering what that was adding up. That's, and the, then, that's the price of the Note 7 phone. Is it? She's probably going I to divide that by 24 for monthly instalments. Wish I'd known <laughs> that before this feature. Um, and then as I was looking at that, um, a WhatsApp uh, notification appeared at the top. And because it was a truncated message, all it said was, Becca, uh, that was the name of the, the sender. And then, you better pray the other things you said don't come out because dot, dot, dot. Whoa. No. And because and she that was... And was a dot, dot, dot was WhatsApp's truncating it was in a WhatsApp's really dramatic way. Truncation. <laughs> so at this point, you're thinking, well, I hope she clicks on that notification and brings up the full message. She was looking the other way. She missed the notification. Oh, no. There was no How vibration. And she never pressed the button. I love <laughs> then she loaded up WhatsApp. And do, I looked. Do, 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 do. One of these things is what the things that she said were why they shouldn't come out, and what that number's about. One of these is real. All right? You have to guess. I just want to hear the real one. (laughs) I'm so intrigued by the fact. She admitted that her children emit a chalky mucus that pushes through the fabric of their school trousers like jam strained through muslin. What didn't get out is that she cooks the liquid portion into her church's bread, and she'd have to do 730 Hail Marys to get right with Jesus. (laughs) So she put 730 into a calculator yeah. to see what, how big that was. Oh, that's three whole numbers. <laughs> She'd written a John Log Blythe-style list of 731 new names for the human dick, and one of them leaked, and her WhatsApp contact is a massive disappointment.com fan. Uh, the things that could come out are her eyes, and it will cost a combined 730 nicker for the socket tightening surgery and the use of a back alley guide dog. <laughs> in the year 730, Emperor Zhuangzong had four palace walls in the northeast sector of the capital city, Chang'an, dismantled and reassembled to construct a new Taoist abbey. And then an ancestor had mugged off the abbey, saying that walls are cooler, cooler than halls. And this lady on the tube had reading, been reading out these ancient muggy scrolls on Ustream for the potential chagrin of the notorious, pr- notoriously prickly Chinese government. It's, it's moments like this that I'm reminded that you like dynasty warriors. <laughs> <laughs> she said at a rally that Becca's dad is hotting up the race to be the world's worst swine alongside Jeremy Irons and an actual pig but all anyone heard was Becca's dad is hot because a little over 700 seagulls then fell out of the sky into the crowd due to magnets. I like the way you paraphrase 730 there. Yeah. <laughs> Becca doesn't understand rap and thinks it's just saying things, 
This lady had released one rap track and had ten more ready to come out after label interest, but Becca doesn't like the genre. The lady was then projecting approximately how many tracks she would have if she made 11 tracks a year for 66 years, her projected remaining lifespan, which is nearly 730. That sounds almost convincing. That's the first one I'm going to go with. Uh, none of them are real. She never opened WhatsApp. Oh, you oh, God, God you should have made something up. I've been listening. Thinking about it all day. I want to know what Becca hated about her. It's been really hard to, this to be me. Come out. There's no way for us to get hold of these people. Jesus. All I can, this is such a tease. Like, all I can hope, because she was in uh, a uniform for a shop, and that means that her time to get into that shop for her shift would be approximate, hopefully the same time every morning. So you that I might get on the tube with her again do you know I'll muscle through the crowd elbows thrown and look over her shoulder like yeah. a sneaky little bean <laughs> sneaky little bean oh you sneaky little bean <sighs> oh god oh it's so hot oh it's hot oh we've been walking forever oh, the wild cat I don't know where the wild cat's gone the crow I don't know, I can't even remember the crow. I, I seem to be inside a volcano. There's some sort of, I think, I think it's a volcano. It might be something else. There's lava. There's bubbling rocks. And it's so hot. It's so hot. So, what is that? What is, is that a goose? Goose, do you know... Where, where I can get out of the volcano and find some water. I'm parched right now. Let me tell you. Well, that's fantastic news, Goose. Because I'm so hot. I'm gonna. You lead the way. Oh, God. I hope. I hope I'm less hot soon. I was made for regular features. You were made for... Hey, readers, I should apologise yet again for the ongoing sound of traffic rumbling past my old dull window here. That is an open window. What is due to the intense heat of the room? I don't know if I've mentioned it before, but the room is hot. And I'm sweaty and beleaguered with the temperature. I don't know about you boys, but I'm becoming a company. Do you know what that means? I've always thought you were a good company. Now I'm going to become a legal entity known as a company. And as yeah, and that apparently they might not be as good company because I'm not gonna, the process has already begun. By Are the you... end of the month, I will no longer be corporeal. And if you want to talk to me, you'll have to summon me using a business lawyer and a circle of salt. The Vulgarian, you grow, you, the Vulgarian man you grew to tolerate is fading quickly. I thought you said the Bulgarian woman that I'd hit We're on back. the bike. <laughs> no, yeah. The, the Bulgarian, Bulgarian and you, you hit on a bike and, suffered such dangerous injuries, she's fading quickly. <laughs> <laughs> I would not care about her anymore because my emotions are all being replaced one by one with hunger. Oh, my fondness for you, Joe Scrabbles, a man I once recognised as a kind and funny man, is being replaced by an, an appreciation 
appreciation of your monetizable position as a content creator in a creative workforce. I'm so, I'm so hungry, Joe. I just need you. To, I just need to release your potential, and you'll be surprised to know I'm not even talking about wanking you off. You did a realistically <laughs> scary grab for me just then, and held back. I don't care about wanking your dick, Joe. Not anymore. I just want to turn you into money and eat you. Steve, whatever love I had for you is being replaced by the cash value of your colossal booty. <laughs> Steve, I can no longer enjoy the wild vibrations of your honky-tonk badonkadonk on a visceral, visceral level. Because I am carving up that mansion of an ass into flats so as to maximise rent returns in an increasingly competitive marketplace. <laughs> you can collate my junk assets any day. <laughs> <laughs> well, the first thing that happens when you set up a company is you have to think of the name of the company. Uh, I've done that, I'm not telling you because I haven't quite registered it yet. So I'm not having you <laughs> fucking squatting on my company with your vast ass. <laughs> is it going to be publicly listed? Can I buy shares in yeah, it? Yeah, I'll be fucking walking right up to the company's house and popping it through the slot, I can tell you. No worries. Will people be shouting your name on the foot? Well, then we were going bye 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 bye, and I'll go bye bye, and bye. Was, we just I've just popped in for the day. That's all. <laughs> that's a bye bye joke. <laughs> I think um, Stephen Frank finalised those in the eighties. <laughs> that's been long enough. We can go again. Yeah, do it. So I'm the director of the company, which means I can come and go into and out of the legal entity as I pleased. This is achieved by a portal that is installed in the cellar of my pub. But when a child on a bike gets attacked and abducted by a monster that represents human greed, it's up to me and a team of child businessmen to navigate the company-verse and rescue him from a gigantic pound coin. But it's not all directing. <laughs> there also has to be a secretary in my company, and that's going to be my gay boyfriend, Stuart. What better way to establish good old-fashioned gender roles in a gay relationship than by making your boyfriend your secretary? <laughs> This will let everyone know that I am a bossy alpha male. I am making the... I am the, like, sort of the, the big hippo company dude, and he's like the secretary bird sitting in my mouth, pecking out my plaque. <laughs> <laughs> what? That, this is from a political cartoon. <laughs> that looked like... The, the rest you've been looking at your laptop to read, and that looked like it was an ad-lib. <laughs> well, I'm trying not to read too... Um, Vividly, because I think it probably shows. <laughs> and besides, you two stop interrupting when I'm looking at the laptop because you think, let's not interrupt him alone. You start making mistakes and make this shit last longer. <laughs> and that's just one of the ways in which I'm going to become an alpha dom top. With the other ways include, I'm going to start putting my hands on my hips and my feet at shoulder width and laugh loudly when anyone says a million pounds. When someone says, why are you laughing? I'll say, well, I recognise that amount of money. It's the amount of money that I wired into a bank this morning. But you weren't talking about that specific million pounds, and that's what comedy is. It is recognition of a theme, but in a surprising context. And this context is surprising because I didn't think you had a million pounds. So now do you understand why I'm laughing? And then I will get it out and piss. <laughs> get the million pounds out. Uh, my penis. Oh. That's what it's used for now. Not for sex or for hungry looking at... I don't know who's offering sex to any listener that wants it. I'm strictly going to piss on money now. Are you going to call it the million pound baby? <laughs> I'm going to call it Rosemary's baby. <laughs> My penis, Rosemary's baby. Now that you have a company, is that you, you'd be really rich? Because well, companies aren't poor. Companies have loads of money. Well, companies can just float around a bit, can't they? They can do what they like. 
Whoa. I'm going I'm to take my company out. Wait, are you getting on a, a boat? On a, on a sort of lead, and it's going to float around like a balloon. And I'm going to fucking, I don't know, fly? <laughs> <laughs> Another way I'm going to be an alpha don male is gonna ask, I'm going to ask for double cheese at Subway, and they will say that'll be, and when they say that's 20p extra, you know, I'll say, oh, as a businessman, I'm fully aware of the financial implications of my decisions. And I'll take it, and take more than your negotiating threats to deter me from my stated goals, which is more cheese, please. <laughs> I'll go into schools and teach poverty-stricken children the secrets of my success. I'll spend an, hour, an entire hour telling them all off and not trying harder to have a family business that they can step in and take over. That's me, my <laughs> secrets of success. That's what you do, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, I just, yeah. Yeah. Impossible privilege. Sorry. I just, <laughs> just, just, <laughs> well, of course, running a company means that you are limited, and uh, the word limited, in a sense, has a very special legal meaning. For instance, it means that I can no longer grind 50-50 on the rails outside the town hall because the mayor has my phone number and texts me to say, stop it. <laughs> it, means, it means I have to bow respectfully when a bigger company walks into the room. But if a smaller company comes into the room, I can ask them to lie down while I pull their annual turnover out of their trousers and suspend their trading from a clothes peg. I can now be floated on the footsie, whether I like it or not. Interesting side fact. Moses was the first person to get floated in a basket on the River Jordan. <laughs> the River Jordan was once a powerful elemental creature, but it was split by jealous gods into the River Jordan, Air Jordans, and the Jordan who went on to become Katie Price. Price is another name for money, which is the third element. And it is Katie Price Jordan who lives in Company's house. That was spectacular. <laughs> What you can imagine how pleased I was after finishing that sentence. <laughs> Chuckling to yourself at the pub at the bottom of my road. I think all I need to do is tie this elemental joke back into money. Hang on a minute, Katie Price. <laughs> You've done it again. <laughs> Threw a wine glass against the wall and left. <laughs> None of you know what I've just done on this train. Oh, there we go. And also I have to abide by the seven commandments of business. And you, from that... You will now understand at what point I exactly had to stop writing this feature and turn up to your house. Because there are no seven points of business. Well, no, because the commandments usually come in tens, don't they? So oh, I yeah. only managed to make seven of them. I think Elron Hubbard went with an unconventional number of commandments. Did he call them commandments? He called them several things, but he had like... Because I mean, Asimov only did bothered three, but he called them the laws of robotics. Yeah. I mean, he didn't call them the three crap. That's fucking with yeah. So, yeah, that's a bit biblical for him. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, let's go through these, get this out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm excited about yeah. these now. <laughs> One, thou shalt get that dollar, dollar pound. Two, thou shalt use the phrase chump change more often than you currently do. Call a golding at chump change in front of a bank teller and watch the steam shoot out of her ears. Three, once thou hast got that dollar dollar pound bills, don't carry them around in your clenched fist. That might look like you are angry at the money or trying to smash capitalism, which is the opposite of what you want to do. Put the money in your pockets. Number four. Thou shalt sniff at the pockets of guests, putting a flat palm onto their thigh in a way that wordlessly communicates that you would like their money, please. Number five. Never play a game show where the points don't represent pounds. Why even bother? They'll only have a double points round that renders any number without an external value meaningless. Yes. Number six. Keep your money in your front pockets so you never accidentally fart on your money and pay for your Subway sandwich with a stinky fiver. Number seven. Thou shalt not put money into those swirling vortexes that you find at McDonald's. 
they're not that cool and you need to stop being so easily impressed. <laughs> That's it. There's going to be three more leading to a climax, a really long climax, one at the end, but no, nah, didn't have any time. <laughs> trains, trains arrived. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, it's, come, it's come to a stage in my life where I can no longer deny the fact that I'm responsible. I, I went through fucking years being a games journalist as a way of making sure that nothing I did ever mattered. And then like, as I Hold left on, that, he's still a games journalist here. Hello. Is anyone? Well, well, Joe, what do you do? What is your job? Well, it's fine now because that, that suddenly matters because you can get death threats for being a journalist. <laughs> so yeah, I you could, never get death threats running a pub, do you? Well, you get punched in the head physically via a, a man on cocaine every now and then, but... Wow. Swings and roundabouts. Like victim-blaming to me, Log. I'm, victim, I'm victim-blaming myself. Don't know what victim-blaming is. <laughs> 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 I'll look it up after I don't this episode. <laughs> regular features, regular features, regular features now. <laughs> That's awful. Okay, I'm going to try and do the outros in which we tell you to do certain things. Steve's the one who usually does this because I think he's actually rehearsed it. So, um, Steve, you chip in if I start getting things okay. wrong. Okay. Right. Okay. Okay. I can see you're itching to jump in right now. I'm not. You're doing perfectly. Okay. I mean, so, so don't forget to, if you like us, do this, what I'm about to say, which is go to patreon.com slash regular features and make a certain amount of pledge. Any which you like, every little helps. Move on to the next thing you can do, which is go to buy a ticket to one of our live shows, which are the first Monday of every month, at least until December anyway, and they're lots of fun. The next one's... Coming up this Monday, so I think you've got, to, you've got to put some urgency into your boots if you fancy that. September 5th. September the 5th, yes. Where can you go to get those tickets, Log? Look for Canal Cafe Theatre or go to our website. There's a link on the right-hand side, regular.features with dot before the ES. And um, yeah, there's a, there's a link on the right-hand side. Uh, I, I mocked that up. And it's a link to the general page, so it's not time specific. You'll never go out of date. Did okay. No. What else is there? Is there anything else they can do? Rain reviewers on iTunes. That's a good one. Is that it? Thank you for joining us on episode 206 of the Regular Features Podcast. I'd like to thank you in particular, because you've been very kind. I'd like to thank you precisely as much as a log is thanking you, and no more. I don't give a single bit about you, and you can listen or not and see if I care. You Ooh. are getting well chunky for your boots, let me <laughs> tell you. I am getting a little bit too, yeah. Someone's been getting a little bit too much spotlight recently, I think. Ooh. Maybe he needs to be kept in a box for the live show. Give me a little box. <laughs> Give me peak holes. <laughs> I'll scream from it. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. Oh God, it's oh, it's not it's not too bad in here. It's less hot. I thought the goose came in here at that some sort of jazz bar. There's jazz music. Whoa, oh, there's the goose. And the wildcat. And the crow. You guys, you took me to the jazz bar. The coolest place in town. And you've even poured me an ice glass, glass, ice of, full glass of ice cold water. guys hang out here all the time and uh, you're three cool animals 
and thank you for taking me on an adventure. Even though it was hot, it proves sometimes you just have to believe in yourself. <laughs> Isn't that right, guys? <coughs> Couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> uh. <laughs>